Ruffle After Dark. I'm sick edition. <laughs> AT. What's going on? I blame Doug. I blame Doug as well. He cursed you. The reverse KT jinx on the sickness. Get up, come on, get down with the sickness. No? Yeah, no. I, I don't even know. What, I, I got nothing there. I'm not David Dunn from Unbreakable. Oh, okay. I'll I tell you seen that. that show. I don't I haven't seen that show either, but Doug said is is Jay David Dunn from Unbreakable? Seems he cannot get sick. <laughs> this just in. Spoiler alert. <laughs> you got sick. <clears throat> I've got the shits. Not actually the shits. <laughs> it's a different kind of sickness. Yeah, that's that's completely different. So Yes. I hope I hope you can't uh transmit the COVID across the uh it's not the vid we tested the, the negatives but i i sound worse than i feel i sound yeah. like absolute ass i have just congestion and shit and i'm trying not to take drugs at night so this podcast will suffer well i don't want to take drugs at night because <clears throat> i drink at night oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i gotta get to sleep somehow oh uh, what are you drinking tonight Oh, I should have refilled before this thing got done. Um, I'm I'm drinking a a, uh, a crown and coke. Okay. So, just nice. a a nice measured pour of crown and coke. Nothing too crazy. We're, we're just <clears throat> yeah. See, I'm gonna hit the mute button quite a bit today because we are we are coughing. That is definitely not ideal. So let's let's uh, address the elephant in the room and the fact that you have won the soda pop bet from week three. Yes. Well, and, but and, hold on, I, I didn't get to say what I I was drinking for my soda pops. Today, oh, okay, so. okay, all right. Sure. You're, you're jumping the gun here, man. Sorry, well, sorry, well. sorry. Uh, I am having since I still have the you know like I probably had like a case of Wild State. I still have. I, I started a little early while I was waiting for you. Uh, so I've got a hazy pink pineapple that I opened, and then I have the. Uh, traditional apple or whatever the hell it's called over sitting on the other nightstand waiting for me once I finish this pineapple one so and uh, hopefully my audio is better tonight I'm, I, I'm going sans airpods or any sort of uh, headphone type situation I'm literally holding my iPhone at my head level with it plugged in so I can talk into it with you on speakerphone so Screw everybody in the house; they can hear me, or hear you talking. It is what it is. You, so. I'm imagining that you look like most old people as they talk on speakerphone while driving. Yes, pretty much, absolutely. Which is so hilarious because they hold it right next to their face. Pretty much, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Yep, dangerously close to the uh, end recording button, so. Uh, I'm going to do my best not to hit that during this. Well, that this podcast easy. is only 14 minutes long. You'll know why. Because <laughs> I only got one in the tank. It's almost 11 o'clock. Lord's time zone. Uh, well, sorry. And that's a, that's my like DFS groups deal. We're Lord's I time zone. <laughs> oh, well, and if you, if you, you know, spread alert, if you have read Robbie's, uh, predictions for the week. You can just skip the podcast anyways because he laid it all out there of what we're going to say. So there's that. He's not far off. <laughs> no, no, he is not. 
Okay, back to the soda pop bet. You're now up one soda pop, but I will tell you what. I'll pay you. I'll upgrade you from Fago to brand name <laughs> uh, soda pop because um, as I'm at Lambeau Field, um, that game was not going good. No, not at all. <clears throat> and Tiff Less and I, than ideal. We 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 sold our tickets. We were we were tailgating, and we were at the bar right adjacent to Lambo, and we were planning on leaving it at halftime anyways. So we left at halftime, got back, and then they started playing good. Yep. And I was like, "All is right with the world. I will gladly upgrade from a Fago grape to a Schweppes to a Schweppes grape." Ooh. I'll take me. Uh, I'll take well, me a even to a pink Schweppes. Ooh, I like grape, man. Grapes, the grapes, the the stuff. Oh man! Friday night poker games at the uh, in the high school. Okay. You, you, on my way to the to the game, you stop at the gas station, get a pink a pink two liter of Schweppes. Okay. I don't know if you call it if you pronounce it Schweppes or Schweppes, but we always <laughs> pronounce it Schweppes. Um, so we get a, get a pink Schweppes and get, and get and get there and then play about five five to six hours of of cards and come home at about two in the morning. So I don't know if I've ever actually heard or pronounced Schweppes or Schweppes. Like I, I, I've like purchased it, you know what I mean? But I've actually I don't think I've ever said the words out of my mouth before. So. Oh yeah, it's but no grape is where it's at. Yeah, so we'll upgrade you from the Fago grape to the the well, whatever the top tier of grape or grape drink is. You know, if it's just called grape drink, that's okay too. I don't know the uh, the grape crush. I'm a fan of that as well. Is there a grape? Um... Oh Jesus, what's the what's the orange? What am I? Um... Orange Crush? Fanta. Oh, is, there Fanta. A great, is there a great Fanta? There's got to be a great Fanta. I, I assume. Right? I digress. Yeah. All right. That's been your Soda Pop update. Um, we'll find out what we can bet on <laughs> this this week. It's going to have to be organic because I've done no prep. Which What's is prep? Which is the exact amount of prep that you normally do. Just less, <laughs> than, just less than I normally do. <laughs> All right. Well, week week three is in the books, KT. Oh my God, week <clears throat> three. You played. If you have to skip the podcast, glad you played Robbie, right? <laughs> yes, glad I played Robbie. <clears throat> I mean, I could have played. I could have played uh, Baker as well and been happy, or Daniel. I mean, so it wasn't completely lost. Um, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Let's not jump too far ahead. Yeah. Um, Let's let's spend some time talking about the best team in the league right now. Oh my god! And you're talking about the Miami Dolphins. What should be the worst team in the league? Dropping a 94 burger <laughs> and yeah. losing. Yeah. Uh, so Nate's team um, doing Nate things, powered by the Miami Dolphins. Um, <laughs> Raheem Mostert with a ridiculous 43 points, only to be outscored. Was he outscored? We'll have to get. I guess when we get to... I'm pretty sure outscored. he was outscored by A Chain. A Chain was in the 50s. Oh, by the way, it's okay. not A Chain. It's A Chan. Yeah. A Chan? It's f- I heard 4 Chan. 
four chains. What? Um, I'm still gonna call him a chain because I can't get rid of it. Yeah, no, but uh, I mean, forty three points in, in only in, and being the second high scoring running back on your team is interesting. And um, I can confirm on Rob's bench, and we'll get there. He scored fifty points. Okay, so yeah, forty three points. Uh, Amari Cooper. I mean, basically, Natron's team did what Natron's team pretty much does every weekend, which is scary for the rest of us. Is just put up points, right? So, uh, Devonta Smith had a down week. Karen Williams kind of came back to earth after you know scorching hot, and uh, Mike Evans continues to defy just age and whatever, putting up you know fifteen points again, and. Uh, When's the last time Natron's bench Joe Mixon? Yeah, right. right. I, I, <laughs> we, to be fair, he hasn't had many options outside of Joe Mixon for a while. So that's true. There, there is that. Um, it, it, I mean, even Mixon, you know, thirteen points is respectable, and two to Atwell, two, two. Yeah, he's had a couple big weeks. He had a big week on his bench. Uh, DJ Chark showed some signs of life after he's coming back from the hand. Uh, coming back from that hamstring injury. So uh, Adrian's team, yeah, like you said, you know, 94 points. I mean, he's 0-3. He put up enough points to beat a lot of teams in the league this week, including my own, but uh, not enough to beat Natron. I, uh, you know, Josh Allen did well. Kenneth Walker's been on fire four touchdowns in the last two weeks. Ridiculous. Gordon Sutton kind of, I mean, when they were down 400 points, they had to throw the ball right. So, um, I mean, his 94 points, Really, really good. His bench, really, really bad, um, which is about what we expect. So, um, I don't know if there's anything else you want to comment on on this game. No, I, I, I mean, Adrian's team did beat Natron's bench. That's so. Good. That was the that was the big bet of the week. Oh, <laughs> yes. And we all had a lot of money down on, on that, but no. I don't think um, I think Adrian's team played to its ceiling. Yeah. Manager efficiency rating ninety five point nine. Yep. Pretty like close. I said, bench. I, I'm curious. I guess Rashad Bateman only scored one, and Chubb Hubbard only scored two, and there was a guy with a five and four. So I guess that's how you can get there. Um, I'm surprised. This is micromanaging, and it doesn't mm-hmm. really matter at this point. But like. Um, like Adrian loves old dudes. It's yeah. insane. Cause like, what in God's green earth are you starting Bateman over Mingo this week, or that last week? I know I Mingo got concussed as fuck, but but who's starting Bateman? Adrian? Cause he, I mean, yeah, I, I know that's that's I know that's my point. <laughs> but Bateman's not even that old though. He's still kind of young. This is a little big league reference, right? Yeah. I don't know if you caught it or not. They they uh I'll play winter ball down in Venezuela. They got <laughs> kids half his age. Every one of them speaking Spanish. And that's a hard language. And then the guy goes, They speak Spanish in Venezuela. He goes, I know, that's my point. <laughs> John, I was, they got people starting John Lomingo. Or uh, Rashad Bateman over John Domingo. I know. That's my point. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on. Moving on to your game versus 
fuck Brett. Uh, big rivalry game here. Big, big rivalry, rivalry game. game. And uh, Keenan Allen came and sat on your faces. Devonta Adams matched him blow for blow, though. So that was you know a couple, was a a couple old guys. Sweat. It was a slight sweat. <laughs> I was driving back from Green Bay uh, with the game on because that's my jam. Yep. And uh, didn't like that, Bob. Not one bit. I, I imagine you did not. I will say that I was a little surprised because I think Brett Brett had Thielen in his lineup at one point, and then uh, you know I think he ended up taking him out for one Gabriel Davis who scored a touchdown, but it was only his only catch of the day. But uh, if he puts if he puts Thielen in, that's like. 17 more points and you would have lost. So if you would have left uh, well enough low on keeping Thielen who had fantastic week two against a tough New Orleans defense, um, he wins, you lose. And uh, yeah, that would have been bad for you, but he didn't. So that's good for you. Yeah. um, Small DFS thing. I did run um, one lineup because I was this is neither here nor there, but I I was at the game, so I'm like, I'm just going to pick one lineup. I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to run a couple things. And uh, my st- my main stack was uh, Dalton, Thielen, and Mingo. Okay. And then well, I, fit, I fit a bunch, a bunch of really high, like I fit Tariq and Jefferson and uh, Walker and fuck else did I do? Anyways, my my roster was a Jonathan Mingo concussion from like a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I was like, oh man, this is just a sneaky stack. Um, but yeah, Thielen was one I was targeting and I was very happy that he was not in fuck Brett's lineup. <clears throat> yes. I do love me a sneaky stack, I'll tell you that. Um, yeah, I you put up 120 points, which is which is good. Keenan Allen powered you uh, against Minnesota. That was very predictable. It actually probably could have been bigger because he didn't. Uh, he puts up 36 without scoring a touchdown, which is just sort of ridiculous. Um, he had a passing touchdown to Mike Williams, did. which was sick. That play was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> that was so sweet. Yeah, I had to miss most of football again last weekend for the my daughter's state tournament for softball but uh we're done with that now so but she had a good time anyways um lamar jackson looking a little more lamar jackson-ish mark andrews not looking like himself i I think he's still kind of banged up uh zay flowers still getting all those schemed touches it looks like you know eight catches for a whopping 48 yards um his his uh Average there is no bueno. Just get but, ready uh, for this week, baby. Yeah. Who do they, they who do they play this week? They play Cleveland. Oh, that's pretty bad. <clears throat> so not great. No. But it's they only have be, like it's gonna be a Zay Flowers game be, um because they have everybody no else, else is dead. <laughs> everybody exactly. else is dead. And they um, and they're not gonna be able to do the same thing that they did last week. Yeah. They're not gonna be able to design run fourteen times for Lamar. Yeah. So uh, Olave's doing great, great things, but number one wide receiver with no touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a, there's a few a few people that have. Uh, it's a like bunch Olave of... and Puka, and that's it. Yeah, gap. Other people. I saw, 
yeah, there was a there was a tweet I saw with like the number of touches or targets or whatever without um, a touchdown, and yeah, Chris Olave was high up on that list. So um, he's real, Gus, real good. Gus Edwards was as I can't even talk. Gus Edwards was looking okay until he got concussed. He's uh, Mister Five Yards of Carry. Yeah, and then his brain gets scrambled. There's our reference. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, can I, yeah, I, can mean, I give a shout out to Calvin Austin for being one of the most explosive players on the earth? No, he's not that explosive. Oh, yes, he is. Throw him the ball. Kenny Pickett, you fuck face. Um, you, uh, for all the talking up you did of one Mr. Jerome Ford, you did have the gall to bench him and he scored 17 points in spite that was... of that, so. Yes, but take the touchdowns out, which are complete flukes, and well, both well, right. were, his efficiency was ass against Tennessee. Well, yeah, Tennessee's got a good, very good, yeah, yeah very so. good. So, but yeah, I think we both predicted this game. Um, I think we can stop jacking off my team. Thank you. Yes. Uh, let's see here, going to my game against Robbie. <laughs> I did. I I have not done the reverse KT jinx yet this year until this week with Robbie because. I didn't think I was going to win week one or I mean week one. I, maybe I tried it with Baker. I don't remember. I guess because um, I had I, I was I just needed some. I was down week one with having both Daniel Jones and Waller against that rain against the fiasco that was the Cowboys defense. Anyways, my text Robbie. I was like, you know nice win or whatever uh you know three nails gotta be feel good something like that he was like shut it so um he knew he knew what i was trying to do and it was effective this week um my i mean it was gross i'll take an ugly win but it was an ugly win yeah that was i don't think i've ever seen a lower manager efficiency rating than 35 (laughs) percent well i mean to be fair to be fair, uh, sorry, I mean, that's a letter candy to you. Um, I mean, Fields, you couldn't, couldn't necessarily have predicted him to be as bad as he was again. I mean, he started off still last year, and he turned it on. It was fantastic. Uh, Jordan Love, his, been, like, his touchdown efficiency has been fantastic. His actual, like, percentage of, like, completing passes and, and some of that has not been great. Um, I mean... Can confirm. A-chain or A-chan or whatever the hell it is, putting up a 50-burger on his bench. I mean... He put a 50-burger on everybody's bench. Right. I mean, he scored one point the week before that. You can't... Right. You can't fault him for having him on the bench. <laughs> Tank Ronald, Dell, though. I might have played Tank Dell. Well, and so, actually, Robbie texted me at, like, 12.05, maybe, and he was like, he's like, stupid work. Like, I meant to put Tank Dell in my lineup, but, like, just... Too like he's like I got to the work computer right at noon, which was too late, right? And so he's like I was going to put in put in Tank Dell for Dalton Kincaid. Well, if you put in Tank Dell for Dalton Kincaid, he wins seventy two seventy one. So, uh, good job, Robbie, for being such a dedicated, hardworking employee. Um, you need to learn that fantasy comes first above all else, and then work. I hope that um, old, I hope that old lady got her fucking uh, French onion soup on time. Yes. So, um, but Sam Laporta is looking like the real deal. Dude is legit. Um, 
not much else going Robbie's way this week. I mean, Brian Robinson looks really, really good. It's just the problem is when they're getting bolt raced by Buffalo, uh, he's not going to get a lot of carries, and they still are using Gibson in that uh, that uh, trailing J.D. McKissick role, even though he likes to fumble the ball a lot. Free um, Drake London. Free Jahan Dotson. Oh, Dotson's There needs to be some serious horrid. campaigns to go on because Jahan Dotson's ADOT is like six yards, and uh, Drake London needs a new quarterback, a quarterback transplant. Yeah. Uh, Marvin Mims, though, like, they need to get that dude some, like, actual routes. Like, he ran 11 routes in that game. I mean, they probably had, I don't know how many, I guess I didn't listen to how many actual They lost like, plays by they 50. Yes. And they um, traded a first and second round pick for their coach. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> um, I, Whoops. I did see somebody post on Twitter, one of the analysts, saying that uh, Rondell Moore's best position in the NFL is probably running back. And he did have three rushes for 54 yards on a touchdown. I mean, put that dude in the backfield. I mean, he's what is he? He's five foot seven, 180 pounds. Like, he's not a. He's one hit from the brain scramblies. Yeah. Second reference of the day. <laughs> um, I was happy to see that my. I mean, I traded. Darren Waller, but I didn't lose too much production because Waller only scored, I think, three points for Brett. So at the tight end position, but uh, Jordan Addison was nice to see him score nine points. Didn't get in the end zone this week, but you know, wasn't a, a complete uh, bust. Although it was looking real bad in the first half when I don't, like, I, I didn't understand Kevin O'Connell's game plan where you're facing the worst secondary in the NFL or one of the worst second secondaries in the NFL and. It takes you a quarter and a half to have a target to a or a completion to a receiver. Um, it, it, it just doesn't add up to me. So, uh, you know, and KJ Osborne's been pretty bad at catching the football. So hopefully they'll start to cut more and more of his playing time and start to give Jordan Addison more and more of his. I know that KJ Osborne might be a little bit, a little bit more of a plus in the run game as a blocker, but. I think we've shown that uh, Madison's been effectively pretty terrible at running the football. So uh, let's just line up through our receiver sets and throw the ball around the uh, around the stadium. So um, I like Pacheco. Uh, he's got a pretty good uh, lineup or a pretty good schedule coming up here. So that should be fun. Uh, nice to see him get in the end zone. A lot was pretty pissed off because I think they scored three other rushing touchdowns, three other um, in that game by Casey, and two of them went to McKinnon, one went to uh, Clyde Edwards Alaire, or the corpse of Clyde Edwards Alaire, and then Pacheco got the last one. So I had texted Robbie at least once or twice. Like, at first, I was like, fuck McKinnon, and then I was like, fuck any other, every other running back that's <laughs> not Pacheco for the Chiefs. So that was frustrating, but uh, yeah, managed to pull up the win. So Baker drops a 69 on Jimmy and loses by 30. Yeah. Uh, Baker texted me at one point on Sunday was like, is it too early to blow it all up? And I was like, no, no, it is not. It is not too early. So, I mean, Kyle Pitts showed a pulse. Baker, I do want to make a trade with you. I just want it bigger than what you want. So, let's talk. Yeah. Um, I talked to him first, so you'll have to wait. Um his bench is a bunch of guys who aren't playing, and then 
<laughs> That's true. <laughs> and then Ellen Robinson and Jalen Waddle has brain scramblies. Yes, the Robinson brothers and Kate Otten. So, um, not good, was, Bob. This team, I, not good. I did see a stat about Kyle Pitts and um, Desmond Ritter and the targets. So when Ritter targets anybody other than Kyle Pitts, he completes those passes at a seventy-five percent rate. When he targets Kyle Pitts, they're or they're they're catchable balls at a seventy-five percent rate. Whether the, the guys actually catch them or not is different, right? But they're catchable right. balls seventy-five percent of the time. Only twenty-five percent of Kyle Pitts' <laughs> targets are <laughs> catchable. I know, I because I I looked up because I have that uh, I have player profiler, so I was yeah. looking at some stuff for uh, <clears throat> just twenty twenty-two statistics, and. Uh, Kyle Pitts had the lowest catchable ball rate out of anybody that had like I can't remember how many fucking targets it was maybe like fifty targets or above, um, and it was just it it that was last year and, and this year is even worse. Yeah, and it, it's just it's like, like, what did like, Kyle fuck, Pitts do to? Isn't it fucking laughable that this guy who should be just dominating can't get a ball thrown in his general area? I well I will say this though right like. I watched a few of the highlights of that game because, again, I didn't get to watch football much on Sunday, so I was watching some highlights. And I saw one of the plays where, like, Kyle Pitts was open down the middle of the field and Desmond overthrew him by, like, five steps. And I will say that Kyle Pitts did not – I mean, granted, he was open, right? But he looked like he was lumbering down the field versus being fluid in his, like, fast, explosive previous self. So I just know that's part of it. It was, like – Richards expect him to be faster and more like fluid, and he's just one of his knee, his knee just doesn't look look right to me. So, I did text Baker and say that uh, I was going to be picking up the oh. Falcons the Falcons tight end one off of waivers this week, and Baker's like, "You're probably going to get him for a zero dollar bid," and I did. Get, well, spoiler alert, uh, we'll get there. Um, I haven't looked at that yet, actually. So I did. So spoiler alert, but. Um, you know, Jimmy's team. You but know, I will hurts. also say that Rashid Jaheed is still more valuable than Kyle Pitts. Thanks, J- Baker. He is. Um, Jalen Hurts looked good. Madison had a pulse, although this could be one of his last weeks of relevance if they start to incorporate the newly minted Cam Akers on the Vikings. Uh, James Cook, again, he's rushing the ball great between the 20s. Um, he's not. I think Latavius Murray was the two-minute <laughs> the two minute offense back and then also the goal line back. So um, hopefully James Cook will run a lot and catch a lot of balls in, you know, nine, two minute drill to continue to put up points, but he's looked good so far. Agent Brown uh, looking good with nine for one thirty one. Debo doing, you know, Debo things. Debo uh, looked great. We were on yeah, the podcast. Looked... Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, although he did get nicked up on that game and he didn't practice today. I don't think with a, if it was like a knee in his ribs or something like that, so yeah. he's a little banged up. Uh, you know, the real the thing that's the thing that's killing Jimmy right now and that could hold him back for doing you know a little bit more this year to me is T Higgins is killing him. Um, I don't know if it's just Joe Burrow and not being able to kind of plant on that calf and throw a deep ball. Uh, but Higgins, you know, he always dominates Baltimore, I feel like, but then uh, any, you know, any team not named Baltimore, he's been terrible. Hopefully he'll have a bounce back week this week when they play Tennessee, but uh, and then his tight end position because Dalton Schultz eighth. I mean eight, his third eight running eight. back position. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, 
Jimmy may or may not have made a tight end offer to me today. Nice. Uh, he's in a desperate spot on the tight ends. Uh, you know, landscape. Well, to be fair, there's not a lot of very good tight ends out there. So that is I did. True. I did offer him one Darren Waller, which he promptly rejected. But we're still waiting for you to say good tight ends, <laughs> right? Um, I mean, I guess he'll get Kamara back this week. We'll talk about that when we get to the the preview of the <laughs> matchups. But um, I mean, other than that, his his bench is kind of struggling right now. So that's true. He needs the starters to start picking it up. So. <clears throat> All right, Dave beat Maddie. I know I picked Maddie, I believe. So I don't remember who I pick. I just fly by the seat of my pants. So I think um, this is one of the ones we were split on. Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, we did. We did say that he needed to start Metcalf, and he did. And then Mike Williams is now dead. Yes, he is. Now deceased. He had a, at least he went on a blaze of blaze of glory, right? Twenty one points, seven for for one twenty one, and that, that aforementioned touchdown pass from one uh, Keenan Allen. That is true. He also tried to make some trades with me today, of which spoiler alert. He has not been blocked yet, but he his blockometer is higher. Um, you know, Maddie has Justin Herbert, who's been fantastic, and then he's got the corpse. Well, the corpses of one Derrick Henry and one Delvin Cook. I, I will say, I know I blew up my team a little bit this offseason. That was, I feel like that was one of my better calls in trading off Derrick Henry and Delvin Cook. Uh, maybe should have held on to Miles Sanders, but uh, I digress. He's looked pretty good. Why I mean, are they not continuing to use Derrick Henry on the ground? Well, I know uh, they're behind, and uh, well, he he came into this week with a foot like a toe issue, I think. So, I mean, still a fucking cyborg, anyways. But, uh, I mean, Sanders, Justin Jefferson, Amon Ra all looked really, really good. TJ Hawkinson looked good up until he had two hands on that. I did see the highlight of, you know, him dropping that pass in the end zone that got intercepted at the end of the game. So that sucked, um, for actual real Vikings football. But, uh, Hawkinson still put up a respectable 13 points. Um, uh, this but is not just a Packers too. fan uh, talking, because mm-hmm. I was watching at you know after after we won our game, they switched mm-hmm. over to because I was in Green Bay, so they switched over to the your game. Yep, and like the stopping them on their own twenty five to get the ball back, blah blah blah. I'm like they're gonna win, man. and then everything was good until. Um, they like wasted 30 seconds on the clock before that interception. Yeah. I heard about that where they should have just spiked the ball, but then they, but instead they tried to call a play. I I don't, it was was puzzling. It was one of the more Minnesota things I've ever fucking seen in my life. I was literally like yelling at my, like, you got to hurry up, like clock it or hurry. Cause you need to get like three plays off here. You don't need to just play for one play. Right. And yeah, so I really hope that in week six, Kirk Cousins is throwing to Garrett Wilson because this shit ain't working. And I mean, Cousins has looked pretty good, but he's also met like 
he he's had a high completion percentage, right? But some of his misses, he's missed some wide open dudes, or has like he has checked down a few times where he could have because I, I saw a few highlights of the game, and you know, a couple people on Twitter were you know people that were diagramming, and there was one where he like stepped up in the pocket and started to throw a ball to Addison on a deep like one of those plays where you know that deep post where it's like Addison has come down with the ball every time like he started to go there and for uh, maybe he just didn't think he had the arm strength to get it like when he was moving in the pocket versus you know being like you know like you know standing still in the pocket and letting it rip but he pulled it down and checked down you know to like a two-yard gain to Madison in the flat or some soup that's crap like that and there was a throw to Jefferson, the same thing where it's like Jefferson was hit the window of like what being wide open and he decided not to let it rip and just chucked it down. So there's a little bit of timid play by by good old Captain Kirk, but uh um he's played fairly well overall. So yeah. but getting back to this matchup, um Dave's team looks great. Yeah, I mean he looks really good. I I, I am a little perplexed that he keeps putting the the corpse of Nashi Harris out there over DeAndre Swift this week. That was the one thing that I was, I mean, I'm glad he didn't come back to bite him in the ass, but um, Nashi just hasn't, well, Nashi hasn't looked good, but the Pittsburgh offensive lines look just terrible. And, you know, after DeAndre put up 175 or whatever yards last week against the Vikings, um, I was a little surprised he didn't play him this week against Tampa Bay. Uh, like I said, it was a good thing he didn't come back to bite him in the ass. He did ask me if I thought he should play, if he should, should play Christian Kirk or Swift, and I said Kirk. So uh, one point between the two, I don't think he could have gone wrong there. So there wasn't a bad answer in that in that response. But um, our emperor has a win, which is sad. Dano, Dano, Dano. This is where the ouch came from. <laughs> Yes, it is. Uh, I think you said it like four times on your like in the back of your AirPod. Oh yeah, yeah. So could have been. Dana was uh, hurt, and then you were like, "Ouch!" Yes, a few times. So, um, <clears throat> I don't know. Dougie underwhelmed with his wide receivers again, and got bailed out by Chase. Not that he needed like a giant bailout. I mean, McCaffrey did McCaffrey things. Etienne has looked. I mean, I, I, that was a head scratcher of a game. They got blown the f out by Jacksonville. Um, but I mean, Etienne still ran the ball nineteen times in a blowout for eighty-eight yards and caught four balls. So uh, had a good day there. Jamar Chase finally showed you know a little bit of a pulse with twelve for one forty-one. Puka came down to earth a little bit. Uh, I mean, but he didn't. The, the nice thing with, with Dougie's team there is he put up 100. You know, nobody killed him, right? He didn't get a onesie, twosie, threesies. I mean, Godwin, CD. We have know, we have zero all zeros. Oh, yeah, zero, zero wins this week. So we still stuck at like four or five right now from the first three weeks. I think there's five. Yeah. But the big thing is there's zero zeros in anyone's lineup. I I literally just checked again. No okay. one no one had a goose egg. Oh wow, that's win good. or lose. So nobody took a complete fucking L. Yeah, um, Dan was probably cursing the trade that we made because one Ramondre Stevenson only scored six points, whereas Pacheco had eleven. 
I, I guess I didn't see, you know, them. I mean, I didn't figure they were going to win that game. I didn't see uh, the corpse or the, you know, the ghost of one Ezekiel Elliott having 18, what do you have, like 16 or 18 touches, something ridiculous like that. Um, and it actually out, out rushed uh, Ramondre. I did see a stat somewhere that Ramondre has been one of the least efficient running backs in the NFL this year. I mean, like, the only people that have been worse have basically been, like, Delvin Cook. So, um, woof, woof. Uh, Rashad White kind of came back to earth because he wasn't playing against the uh, Chicago Bears' terrible defense. Um, Bichon has kind of – he can't start off with a bang and it's kind of come back down to earth a little bit. So, it was nice to see Michael Pittens, Pittman still producing it with that one to Anthony Richardson. Um, yeah, I mean, 70 is not great. I mean – my team scored 71, so if you're in my range, you're, you know, you're not doing well. Um, yeah. Um, I think that's it for the recap, right? Yeah. Um, standings. Okay, I did. I did. Come up with division names. Nice. Okay. Uh, Ryder Cup edition. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Ryder, Ryder Cup is this weekend. Hopefully, you're uh, tuned in. That sounds like a lot of work. I'm actually running 10 miles this weekend, so I probably won't be doing a whole lot of that. So, Oh, good for you. <laughs> um, so we've got three divisions. I've got three Ryder Cup legends okay. to match them up with. Okay. I'm going to start in the middle, which is your division. Yep. No, no, no. The powerhouse your, division. No, no, no. Your division, sorry. Your division is the bottom division, now that, now that I think about it. Sorry. Yep. So, our emperor, current emperor's division, Doug, with Dave and Maddie, and the Hurt, Ouch. F-, F-. Um, They're the Phil Mickelson division. Okay. Like, high highs, low lows. Phil is... I think I can't remember exactly, but he has the the most losses in in uh, Ryder Cup history. But he's also played damn near the most matches. <clears throat> Scores a lot of points, but it's a lot. It's a wash. Kind of comes out in the wash. Not not incredibly great. Okay. Yep. Your division is the John v- Vandeveld division. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Vandeveld is the guy who had the lead uh, going into the open on the last hole and put like three in the water and tried to hit it out of the water and fucked himself up. He also is, I think, I believe he is the only guy who only played, I think he has an 0-1 record in the Ryder Cup. He only played singles on the last day and he lost. (laughs) He never (laughs) played any other match. Not great, Bob. Not not great, Bob. And then she that was, has to mute. That was a coughing mute. Yep. And then we have uh, my division, and that is the um, that's the Sergio Garcia, and that's the the winningest the winningest uh, division there is because Sergio has the most wins in Ryder Cup history. Can we really call it your division? Isn't it more like Natron's division? That. That's fine. Call it Natron's division. But we're 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 winning. Yep. It you know, I mean technically we're winning. 
We have a three and team, so there's that. You do, and the the three and team here. Spoiler alert, because I play him this week, but has scored. You like, mean the, the soon to be four and team? <laughs> yes, but like the difference in in like what you know, if you take his score minus my score, the difference there is more points than I've actually scored this year. Yes. <laughs> Spoiler alert. That's not good. Um, yeah, Adrian nearly kicked your ass in uh, total points this week. Yes. As the only own three team, I feel like you owe him something. You owe him a, a, a soda pop. No, I owe him nothing. Okay, that's fair. <clears throat> All right, well, we got – so we have Natron at 3-0. Who's 3-0, yep. We have a number of 2-1 and one teams across multiple divisions. And we only have one 0-3 team, and that's Adrian, which is no surprise to anyone. Um, no, I think only... the surprise is that I have a win. I think that's the surprise. <laughs> the only criminally underperforming teams technically are you and Josh and Adrian. Um, Adrian in record, but um, that 95 burger that he just dropped uh, helped him out a lot. Yeah. Yes. Whatever that yes, was. Yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, I will say that the Emperor being one and two is a little underperforming. I mean, his his point totals, you know, there, but he just he's playing in just a brutal division right now. So there's he that. He was zero and two. Now he's one and two. That's as best as he could do in a week. So yep. Um, in the power rankings, no surprise up top. Um, KT, you're dead last. Ahead, like slightly above Adrian, who's own three. How do you feel about that? Your thoughts? Uh, it's about where I belong because my team's been bad, bad, not just bad, but like bad, bad. Bad. So, there is that. Top goes uh, Natron, me, Dave, Maddie at two and one. Emperor sneaks in there. Yeah, as well as fuck Brett. I mean, large gap. (laughs) Large gap. A tear break. Yes, big tear break. Then uh, Robbie, Jimmy, and ouch. Um, I mean, there's pretty much a tear break of Natron. Yeah, Natron tear break. Yep, and then down to three, then tear break. I don't know. I mean, I feel like Natron and then tier break after Brett. Yeah, that's then... what I'm saying. One, two, three, tier break. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then Doug, fuck Brett. Uh, I'll probably put Robbie and Jimmy, tier break. Ouch, tier break, bottom three. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, so. very very true there. There's not a set number of tiers, just just tier breaks. So, yes. <clears throat> All right. Was there any trades this week? Did we do any trades? Um, no, we didn't. No trades. What? Boom. Wait, 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 wait. Week three. Week three. Week three. Waller. Do we talk about Waller and the Pacheco? Yeah, we did all that. Okay. Did we? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because Waller for Thursday. first, and, yeah, yeah. and Thomas talk- and Pacheco and Watson. Yeah, we talked about it on th- we, yeah, we did it yeah. Thursday last yep, week, yep, so yep. we didn't talk about it. Yep. No trades yet this week. Boo. Boo. Peeps. 
I do have some some pending offers out there, so review those and uh, let's go accept some of those. Let's get this moving. All right, waiver wire. I'm looking at this now for the first time. All right, I'm looking at it for like the second. So. All right, so KT, you got Johnny Smith, <laughs> the number the number one tight end in Atlanta. For zero dollars. Well, that is completely factual. That is completely bullshit. <laughs> and then you got Melvin Gordon. Yeah, I I texted Robbie because I was that is because... not the right choice. But go ahead. No, I, it, it probably wasn't. Actually, I, I had a, a a secondary bid in for Keaton Mitchell in case I didn't get Melvin Gordon. Uh, I totally forgot that they were playing Cleveland this week, so I wasn't going to use Melvin Gordon regardless of whether or not I got him. Um, but I mean, Craig Reynolds is dead anyway. So, I mean, Melvin Gordon could have a pulse with how often running backs seem to get beat up and banked up in, uh, Baltimore. Um, but I was a little disappointed and I texted Robbie because I saw that he actually got one Keaton Mitchell. Uh, I didn't know Robbie knew who Keaton Mitchell was. So, uh, props to Robbie for that one. Um, I'm a little crabby about that because I think he's a decent stash because he looked, I mean, it was, it's preseason. So he was running against a bunch of backups and shit, but, uh, he did look really, really good in the preseason. So, spoiler alert: the running back, if both Justice Hill and uh, the Gus Bus are inactive, is Lamar Jackson. It is true. It is true. I mean, they will hand the ball off to somebody for here and there, but uh, yeah, uh, you spent a lot of money on Latavius Murray. I, I, I guess what I didn't, I have not looked yet to see is like, did anybody get sniped on any of these players? Right. So. Uh, Latavius Murray for 21 dropped my boy Ty Chandler, who I still think should be the running back in Minnesota, regardless of whether or not we have one Cameron Akers or uh, Alexander Madison. Um, I think he's got more juice. Um, That's fair. Jimmy. I took I took Lat Murray and I threw a random number at it. Um, don't feel like I'm going to spend a lot of money this year. With my current structure, knock on wood. Yeah. Um. But I mean, if if anything happens to Cook in Buffalo, I just yeah. I don't think I don't think they're using uh, Damien Harris. Damien Harris. Well, no, because he's old and he's on Adrian's team. So. And yeah, that's true. That's true. He look he looks a gas, and I don't even think Latavius Murray's that good. But opportunities. Yep. Um, Jimmy picked up Brock Purdy for a lot. Um, wow. Dropped one Juju, which is surprising, but yet not surprising. Um, I, you know, I, I was actually debating if I wanted to pick up, pick Brock back up with Goff playing Thursday night on the road in Green Bay. He just doesn't play as well outside, doesn't play as well, um, you know, out of the dome situations. So, um, I was a little bummed about that one as well. Maddie picking up Boston Scott for dropping my ball. Well, I guess, I mean, it was kind of, I mean, Juju, he's supposed to be the number one wide receiver in New England. They spent, they spent all that money and let when Jacoby Myers go, which, side note, Jacoby Myers just looks freaking fantastic. I think he's averaging 11 targets a game right now. Right. That's even that's even with Devontae Adams doing the Devontae Adams thing. So uh, I'm pretty stoked about that. But, uh, um Juju's just looked terrible. Um, Boston Scott, you know, Manny picked up Boston Scott, re- released my boy Isaiah Hodgins. Um, the Giants side don't really need to start throwing the ball more to one 
Jalen Hyatt. He looks like he's got more juice than the whole rest of the wide receiver core combined. Did, um, did you think you were going to see Odell Beckham get released for Dontavian Wicks? Did you have that on your bingo card? <laughs> I, did, I did not have that on my bingo card, no. Do you know who Dontavian Wicks is? I do, just because he filled in for my boy who's going to be coming back this week, knock on wood. So I definitely know who Dontavian Wicks is. Um, we already talked about Robbie sniping Keaton Mitchell and then um, Dave picking up Kendrick Bourne. Did he make a trade or put somebody on an IR or something like that? Oh, yeah, he put uh, – that's right. He put um, Michael Williams in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Natron picking up um, Keontae Ingram, <laughs> dropping one Pierre Strong. So let's look here. Ooh, there was one failed bid for Brock Purdy for $6. Uh, there was a failed bid for $3 for Lat Murray. Wow. Was it your failed bid for Brock Purdy? The it was quarterback no, changer? No, I did not. I, I said I was thinking about doing it, but I was just going to like pick him up on Sunday. Um, so that was not me. I guess I, I guess I, you know, somebody else tried to pick up the corpse of Melvin Gordon because I bid, you know, fifteen dollars and they bid eleven. So that actually makes me feel better that I only wasted four dollars. So, um, nobody else tried Duntavian Wicks. Nobody else Boston Scott. Nobody else Keaton Mitchell. Nobody else anybody else. So, uh, yeah. So a few dollars wasted in the waiver wire this week. Twenty for Jimmy and eighteen for you. So, meh. I, I gave you ten in a trade. <laughs> yes, so yes, you that. did. Um. All right, predictions, and we're gonna fuck, uh, say fuck Brett, and get out of here. So, all right, let's look at. Uh, well, first we gotta look at Robbie's predictions, right? Yeah, Robbie. It was six and zero last week. Good work, Robbie. Nice job, Robbie. Um. <laughs> there are no special shots in my lineup this week for sure. Uh. Yeah, we'll get there. But he pick, he predict, predicts uh, Natron to beat me. Um, My larger than the spread. Yes. He says he says uh, Nate's going to cover. <laughs> yes, Nate will cover the 30, 37 it, and 30, a half. Is it thirty seven and a half? Yep, thirty seven and a half. Yeah. <clears throat> the uh, the surprise. The game of the week. Or oh, sorry. Whoops, I have to talk about fuck Brett and. Uh, yeah, Brett. <laughs> Brett is going to win. Spoiler alert. Well, that's what Robbie says, right? He's got, excuse me, he's got Brett beating uh, Baker. And then your game of the week that you mentioned between yourself and, and Dave, two and one teams, both looking good. Uh, he's got Dave pulling it out. He's got me not winning, which is the most important thing. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Um, Adrian and Dano, he actually says that uh, he thinks Adrian's going <coughs> to upset Dano for his first one of the year. Um, Dano just looked straight down into his coffee cup and sighed. Um, you've got his prediction for Jimmy versus uh, Maddie, another big battle of two and one teams. And he's got Jimmy getting big games out of his running backs, and then himself versus the Emperor. And he's basically saying that his team is Dudu and Doug moves to two and two. So, uh, he but again, then he recommended. About- Forgoing the podcast, which Ooh. I recommend no one doing ever. Right. So fuck Eskimo Bros. Lose yes. this week, Doug, by ninety. Yes. Um, but he did tout that he was six and zero last week. So, um, 
He oh, just good he, for you. And he did say that he's never had a losing season on predictions. Uh, I, I really want to see a fun with numbers with that one, Natron. So uh, if you let's get are so inclined, in let's get an auditor in here. Let's 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 fact check that one. Um, it would be fun to see how he's doing against just his JE picks. Um, his recap, I, I think. We were, I mean, we, we, it was close, right? I mean, you said your team's really good. I know my team's terrible. I did say that I was I could have played others besides just Robbie. Uh, there was a couple other victims that would have lost to me this week. So, um, and I, we did not. I did not call Robin idiot though. So I, yeah, I think it was tough for him to play the people on his bench. So there is that. Um, all right. So let's look. All at right. These. Actual predictions, and let's try to wrap this up pretty quick because it's almost fucking midnight. It's only eleven thirty-five. We got time. We got time. We haven't hit eighty minutes on the pod yet. So where? Uh, Jesus Christ. Almost um, an hour. All right. So looking I th- at, I, I feel like we. I, I think I didn't time it, but I think I feel like we spent like forty-five minutes on the predictions last week. Well, yeah, we we're going to take about fifty minutes this week. So buckle up, kids. I'm moving my standing desk into sitting mode. <laughs> <laughs> um. So you know, Natron versus myself. Ninety-eight percent to two. That's worse than last week. <laughs> it is. Well, I mean, it's realistic, though, right? So, um, I mean, I, I texted Natron earlier earlier today, I think it was, or yesterday, and I was like, uh, you only get to start three players against I thought me. thought you were going to reverse KT, reverse Jinx. No. You should have, no. on Monday, you should have said, good win. <laughs> well, I have to wait till Tuesday, right? Because we don't officially, like, start the week until Tuesday, right? After Monday night game, so... Um, Maybe I'll do it before tomorrow night's Thursday night game. I'll just text him and be like, uh, nice win, buddy. Um, I mean, really, I could try and talk myself into it, right? Not just Sean Watson has a no, bad game. <laughs> Shush. Let me, let me, you know, let me have my dream here for moments, right? So, uh, Deshaun Watson falters get against arrested. Baltimore. Raheem Mostert comes on against a really good, you know, off that high of a, you know, Four thousand touchdown game against Buffalo, who's got a really good defense. Cameron Williams has come back down to earth, and maybe they said they're going to get some other running backs involved, so they do that. Mike Evans, you know, he never he just he never has great games against Marshawn Lattimore, so maybe that continues. Uh, Amari Cooper is a victim of a bad Deshaun Watson week. Tyreek Hill's the you know the one bright spot. Devonta Smith and. Uh, Kelsey's too busy making out with one uh, Taylor Swift to actually play in the game against the Jets this week. So, um, I mean, that's that's my uh, dream scenario of how I could possibly win this game. But uh, I'm also realistic. And I'm going to say that I lose by, you know, 30. I'm going to cover. I only lose by 32. So that's it. it- I I really like the line offered by RT Sports. I think it's a very good line at thirty seven and a half. Yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that Nate covers. You guys say that Nate covers. I'm gonna say that I cover. Put it on the board. Put it on the board. Thirty seven and a half. Again, this is like a this is a LSU and Rice. Yeah. Early season football <laughs> shit. 
You're starting Janu Smith. Sorry. I am. Hey, but when Janu Smith scores <clears> this week, <throat> you're going to be jealous. I think Atlanta is not going to score a passing touchdown. We already have our bet for this week, man. We don't need another one. You don't want to risk two whole soda pops on this? I think Atlanta is going to score a passing touchdown this week. Put it on the board. Put it on the board. Double soda pop bet. It's like it's like the ring toss game at the <laughs> at the fair. You, you win a free two liter of soda. Yes. Um, so we got two soda pops this far. I will say this though: I'm going to plug one. Jacoby Myers playing a terrible <laughs> charge offense or defense. So I hope he scores, and I hope that Christian Watson comes in and scores four touchdowns. So um, he won't. But spoiler you know, alert: one can he hope. won't. <laughs> one can hope. All right. I just hope he's um, fucking active. There's that. Well, yeah, because if he if he's not active, then I have to play like um, Jaden Reed again. So. All right, moving on. Uh, fuck Brett versus Baker. I mean, Baker's got slightly better odds this week than me because he's, you know, a 9% underdog or a 9% chance to win. <laughs> um, still not good. Um, hopefully Brett can find somebody other than Matt Breda to play as his running back because he, I mean, he did manage to fall in the end zone last week, but I think, would he have like nine yards rushing or some Oh, he, I guess he had 17, so it wasn't the worst. He has um, no one else to play. He could play the Jarek McKinnon against the Jets. I mean, that's an option. Um, good to see him put Adam Thielen in his lineup against Minnesota Zeke, with the Zeke revenge game. Zeke revenge. Well, he's got he, he should he should just play the all revenge lineup, right? Because he's got Adam Thielen with you know from Minnesota. He's got Zeke, you know, with the Dallas revenge. Um, is anybody else going once? Going no, just those two. So, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, Baker having to put Wandale Robinson in his lineup is not good. Just in, um, I, I mean, the last time that Rashid Shaheed for Kyle Pitts, <laughs> the, last time that, the last time that Kyle Pitts scored a touchdown was in London, and they played in, in London this week. So maybe that's a thing. Uh, yeah, but, um, yeah, I got Brett winning this one, so. Yeah, agreed. Baker needs, Baker needs to stock up on some draft picks. Spoiler alert, uh, I offered him some draft picks, so there's that. Um, you can't handle Jalen Waddle. I don't want Jalen Waddle. Um, well, then you're trading for the wrong pieces. (laughs) Well, I would like Jalen Waddle, but, uh, all right, so moving on to... Backfield by committee, which is you versus Dave rivalry week. Dave gets the Part BBC. Two. Yes, he does. Um, yeah, this is one of the tougher ones. If they've got you as a, I mean, this is the numbers are getting better, right? So they've got you as a, a one point, you know, giving one versus a 54 to 46 in the blue lines. Um, you know, I'll say that. Look at these matchups. I don't love Lamar this week. I don't, you know, you've got only three of your Baltimore players in the lineup, but because they're playing such a solid defense, I see you uh, struggling this week a little bit with those with those three players. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give Dave the slight edge, and he's gonna he's gonna come out at victorious. Yeah, I'm. 
I don't know if I'm going to start DJ Moore. We'll see. God damn, does Justin Fields look bad. But DJ Moore looks great when you throw him the ball. He does. He does. Um, and Patrick Sertain didn't look that good last week, but maybe it was because they were, you know, he lost. He was like, they stole his soul last week. So there was that. Yeah. Um, you know who looks really good that uh, no one's talking about is Josh Downs. He's looked solid. Yeah, he's looked really good. Um, I thought you were going to say Rashid Shahid, but no, because he didn't do shit other than that. I mean, very electric touchdown on the punt. But he, I don't even think he got a target. Who? Shahid. Last week? No. Two targets. Two targets. Yeah. No catches. But no catches. I don't feel like it was even really, you know, they didn't really bomb it out there. No. Well, I mean, especially because the old good old Jameis. Yeah. I mean, like, there was the Jameis Winston effect, possibly, too. So, although he usually just chucks the ball down the field. So that was a little surprising. I will say that. Let me check a couple things here. A lot of my games have low, low totals, which kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, I mean,. Anthony Richardson should be back this week. He practiced in full today, so he just needs to. I'm anticipating he clears protocol by Friday at the latest. So I think James Conner will put up a fucking zero this week. He'll have like four catches. San Fran is very, very good. Yep. Najee Harris should never be started ever. Period. Ever. Never. Um, and if I'm gonna say if Dave doesn't start Musgrave. On Thursday night, he's going to lose. Yeah. If he starts Musgrave, he's going to win. Side note, I keep trying to get the ultimate Green Bay stack, and uh, Robbie and Dave are proving to be very uncooperative. Very uncooperative. Better do it before week six, because that's the buy. All right. um, Dano. Please me. Ouch. Is probably going to win this week. Ouch to Adrian. Oh. It's gonna be a slog fest. This is the uh, the Cleveland Browns versus the New York Jets on Sunday Night Football, and you're like, I'm gonna go to bed. Like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, like that. That's a pretty I, good analogy, man. It is. I'm just sorry. I was looking at this Adrian's lineup, just going. I mean, he put up 94 last week, so I, I can't, you know, he would have beat me, so I can't talk too much about it, right? But like. Cole Komet, really? And Bateman still? Really? I mean, they're, Bateman's playing a tough Cleveland. He hasn't gotten... He needs a new AOL disc with, <laughs> with 43 hours on it. Yes. Before he um, can make his adjustments. So, I wouldn't worry about this too much. Like, he's still playing tabs at JJ's Clubhouse. He hasn't gotten to the library yet. Yeah. I mean, Daniel really needs uh, to get... One Mr. Austin Eckler back because Joshua Kelly just he's not him. He's been terrible. Uh, Rashad White's playing a good New Orleans defense. I mean, I I see a world where this one is closer than Dan really wants it to be, and I, I think I'm going to go with Robbie and and pick the uh, the upset of the week with Adrian beating Dano. I want to see Dano trade some old people on his bench. To Adrian. Michael Thomas, Brandon Cook, send that over. 
get something young in return. There's some young things there. Michael Thomas was like Jameis's nookie blanky last weekend. So I did offer Adrian one of my younger running backs. But that... he doesn't know who those people are because he's still working on the 2017 fantasy football magazine. That is true. I did offer him that in the second round pick for Quinton Johnston, but he said no thank you to that one. So I don't blame him necessarily, but I mean, he has no running backs, so there is that. Um, Quinton Johnston. I mean, Sorry. He, He's run like he's, that was he's a run, Chappelle reference. <laughs> he's he's run like twelve routes on the year so far. So, I mean, I, I get it. He's gonna probably run a few more now that uh, Mr. Mike Williams is hurt. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm still gonna go with the the upset of the week. I, I was gonna say the almost upset from like the fantasy footballers and Andy's almost upset of the weeks, but I'm gonna pick the actual upset of the week this week with like Robbie and, and say Adrian's gonna win. So I'll take Dano by the spread. Ten and a half. All right. Um, Jimmy versus Maddie in the other two and one matchup. Um, I mean, at least Maddie had the sense to bench Delvin Cook this week. Um, he's he's also play, he's also playing the vaunted uh, twelve. Uh, what do you call it? 12, the 12, 12 personnel. 12 personnel. Thank you. That was the word I couldn't get out. 12 personnel formation. So playing both of his tight ends and Hunter Henry and uh, TJ Hawkinson. Tyler Boyd's making an appearance. I, I don't love that, but I don't love the options outside of that. So you can play Dontavian Wicks. Well, if. if uh, no, just kidding. Yeah, no. <laughs> Um, but I mean, I guess the matchup is pretty good against Tennessee, so there is a, a chance that that pops out. So, uh, Jimmy gets Elvin Kamara back, who's probably going to get 400 touches this week. James Cook's got a decent matchup against Miami, that should be a shootout. Alexander Madison, probably a little tougher matchup against Carolina, AJ Brown's. Gonna do probably a lot against uh, our Washington Commanders. T. Higgins is in a dream matchup, and then his tight end is dead on arrival. So, um, what does RT got this one at? RT's got this one at Jimmy giving a half. I mean, yeah, I mean, flip it. <laughs> this is where it's funny to me, right? So it's got Jimmy giving a half, thirty, yeah, seventy thirty, right? Um, well, I think I think they look at it and they're like Dalton Schultz. Oh fuck, yeah. I you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Against Jimmy with his bad luck, and I'm I'm gonna say Maddie is gonna pull up the win and move to three and one. So that's what I got. I will pick Maddie unless Jimmy makes an overpayment for a tight end. I uh, have the tight end one in Atlanta, Jimmy. If you're listening, um, <laughs> moving on to Robbie versus the Emperor. This one uh, they've got at the second biggest spread of the week with Robbie you know getting 23 and a half the percentages are incorrect <laughs> percentages are close at 82 and a, 82 to 18 Justin Fields against Denver having given up 70 points has got to look better it, than how it's gone yeah and Javante because <laughs> Chicago's rush defense hasn't been spectacular either uh, Brees Hall started to trend up in 
his touches. Brent Robinson probably not going to get a lot of run against Philly. Uh, Achan, Achan, uh, Achan's going to going to drop a fucking six spot. This yeah, week. against Buffalo, come back down to earth a little bit. Ayuk, hopefully he's feeling a little bit better with his shoulder and isn't just a decoy. Um, Tank Dell. He's had two great weeks. It might be a Nico Collins week this week, and then San Laporta. Uh, we'll probably have a good game against your Green Bay Packers, but I don't think it's going to be enough. I think uh, I think Robbie was correct in predicting his own demise against Doug this week, so that's what I got. Yeah, I'm just trying to see a path to victory for Robbie, and I don't see it. You know, Chase is back. Lamb, I mean, Lem underwhelmed the last week, but should do better. I don't know. I mean, Zach Moss is getting ninety nine percent of the snaps at running back. Yeah, I mean, McCaffrey and Moss could pretty much, and Etn could probably take out Robbie this week potentially. So I see Lamb's going to be in for a tough week. Uh, New England's got that. That rookie who shut down uh, Terry Kill when they played. I mean, if Burrow, they're in a dream matchup, but I mean, if Burrow's calf is bothering him, you know, maybe that could bring Jamar Chase down. I'm just reaching here. Um, Puka Nakua's got a great matchup against Indy. They've been terrible against wide receivers this year. Goddard's been just, I mean, a zero burger week one and then two sevens the next two weeks. So, I mean, he hasn't been terrible but he hasn't been very good either so I still don't see I don't I still don't see really a path to, to Robbie pulling this one out still so. I'm gonna say Robbie covers the 23 and a half point spread barely I can get behind that I can get behind that so all right KT that's pretty much it oh we gotta refresh the screen and I got a new trade proposal we'll see what it is <laughs> who's it from uh-huh the 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 man formerly known as Blocked. Ah, okay. Hopefully it's better than the previous one. So No, it's not. It's rejected. Cool. <laughs> it's not blocked, but it's rejected. All right. All right. I'm gonna refresh mine to see. Oh wait, nope, I still have no trade offers. I come on, people, let's let's make some deals here. So I have to say I will I will do one final shout out to to Doug. Um I did text him this, but I wanted it to be Part of the uh, the canon here, so the the number two and the number one things on his podcast recap, um, the the Darren Waller did not have a good look, and he did the uh, the money ball meme. Billy, this is Darren Waller. He's a monster. Yeah. He's six six, two forty five, and runs a four four six forty. His def- defect is he's not good at American football. Yeah, I like made that me laugh so fucking hard. And then the seventy five dollar man, Darnell Mooney was exactly what I wanted. And he's like, I have to get a better software so I can put put his head on better than that. And I was like, no, no, no. The blockhead Darnell Mooney <laughs> was exactly what I wanted. So yes. that I I said hang that in the Louvre exactly right next to the the Garrett Wilson spank bank. So nice. I appreciated that. So with that being said, there's only one thing left that needs to be said and it is Fuck Brett. Fuck Brett.